Hey, John, thanks for the info on poison ivy. Um, another note that I like to tell folks is that we don't have poison oak in Michigan, or let's just say a trained biologist botanist that knows their stuff would never call any plant in Michigan poison oak. It lives further to the south. Um, another one I hear about that I'm sure you're familiar with is poison sumac. It has the same oil as poison ivy, however, it lives in swamps. So a lot of people will see sumac and say, hey, that's poison sumac. Well, it lives in uh, deeper swamps. So um, unless you're hiking in a swamp with like a boardwalk, you're probably not going to see that stuff either. So your advice to go and learn it, like go on Google and know how to identify poison sumac is good advice because you sure don't want to get that because that has some nasty stuff. I'm not affected by poison ivy, but I sure am by poison sumac. Anyways, thanks uh, listening in Abu Dhabi and keep up the great work. All right, all right, all right, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Pathways. I'm your host, John, and uh, today we got a really quick show. Uh, it's on dispersed camping, but I want to kind of chime in here from a couple of episodes back. We had it on um, poison sumac and poison ivy and stuff like that. So my buddy over at Tom's Tall Tales, which would be Thomas Funk, uh, you can hear him on Amazon and Podbean on his podcast um chimed in some really good information there and i hope you guys are able to um kind of take that in and apply it to what you do uh out in the woods whether it's uh from camping or hiking or you're out just kind of enjoying the trails and such like that so uh definitely get on over there and you hope you guys hang around and i'll see you over on the other side Hey folks, and uh, glad you're able to hang around if you're still hanging around here with me. So um, we're going to talk real quick on uh, dispersed camping. And dispersed camping, like reservation camping, like um, your national uh, national parks, like Pitchard Rocks. I know there's other places here in Michigan. Uh, the Porkies, I do believe you have to call ahead for reservations and stuff like that. But the North Country Trail has got a lot of great, really cool dispersed type areas. Now, if you guys go over to the North Country Trail and onto their page, they have uh, the the maps and stuff like that that go with, I believe, Avenza. I, I, I could be wrong. But um, they've got a lot of great paper maps that you can download to the uh, sections that you're going to. And if you click along like I do, you can kind of see if you know if there's dispersed camping or if what kind of camping is allowed in that area it's really good they keep everything up to date and i do recommend you know you guys get over there and try that so what i like to do is make um little notes i'll jot down on a piece of paper you know between this mile marker and this mile marker you know, is dispersed camping i haven't found too many places that like pictured rocks and so on and so forth that doesn't have it to where you have to call in ahead of time so um with that and being as mine as well you have to have um i like to carry the dnr permits now a lot of people say you don't have to but i do and it's just kind of more or less respect and that type of thing because if a dnr does walk up and they want to know you know what you're doing they know it's dispersed camping so more or less information uh, in the area that you're 
you know, you're camping at. Like I head to a Calhoun Lake. Uh, we had come through on the North Country Trail there, and we had to have our permits and such like that. So, uh, for rules for camping, on uh, disperse. Uh, make sure you use an established fire rings. Always, you know, use uh, dead wood, stuff that's on the ground. Don't be taking anything off the trees and cutting anything down. Uh, always store your food. You know the way to do it. You got to do the bear hangs. And before you have canisters in the area, make sure you definitely have them at least 100 feet away from your uh, campsite. And also pack out your garbage. Just like dispersed campings, leave no trace, you know, so on and so forth. And always make sure if you are you're doing your bathroom thing, make sure you're 200 feet away from water as well. So uh, for dispersed camping, this lady had asked me, what do I need? Well, first off, you need your 10 essentials when you're out in the backcountry at any given time. You guys know that. I'm always a, a big pusher for that, even if it's an overnight deal. You always got to have at least your 10 essentials. And I've gone through that. That was pretty much my first episode on here. And that still remains a big um, hit when people come over to the site here. So uh, definitely the 10 essentials. Keep it lightweight. You know, don't take all your fears out there. You'll be making it home soon enough. So, <laughs> um, so hope that kind of helps you guys out with the Spurs camping. It's pretty, you know, cut and dry when it comes to camping. But always do your research. Um, like we said in the beginning here with the poison ivy, poison sumac, and stuff. Kind of do your research and where you're going. Uh, with Manistee, I use, I've been for the last two weeks watching different videos. That's what I do, folks. I go out there and I kind of look at different videos and how you guys are presenting this stuff. And hopefully next week I'll be able to bring some more information on the Manistee. It's a popular trail. That's where everybody goes. And, uh, it's one I'll be going to. And hopefully, uh, the climbs aren't as bad as everybody says they are. I'm hearing 1,000 to 2,000 foot uh, inclines, but hopefully uh, it won't be too bad. So I hope you guys are able to uh, enjoy the evening, and uh, sorry for the short uh, show today, but uh, the sports camping, it is what it is, folks. Uh, Just kind of look ahead to where you want to go and do a little bit of research. Other than that, you guys take care. Bye.